What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. 338, damn it. Hmm. 338. Getting up there. Getting up there. <laughs> How you feeling, kid? Recuperating still. <laughs> The first Thanksgiving, tell the people how it went. Uh, the first Thanksgiving in the house, it went amazing. Um, I was kind of panicked because you know I want everything to be perfect, and my vision. I was like, I had a vision in my head, and until I saw it laid out, I wasn't gonna be okay. And then once you know, I set up the tables, got the tablecloths down, did the other stuff, um, started making the food. When they start coming together, it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna pull this off. We're gonna pull this off. We are. And just making sure everything is just gonna go as according to plan. We had a minor hiccup, but <laughs> we got through our minor hiccup and everything came out good. The people were happy. Uh we really didn't have any extra food, like really too much to pack up. And that's a good sign that Marcus said. That means that the food was good. Like if the food, <laughs> if it's a lot of food left over, people don't want to take extra home. It's like, uh, your food wasn't food. hidden. Why <laughs> would? Your food wasn't hidden. Nobody have to say no to K.O. Pectate afterwards. It was the first and last time K.O. Pectate was mentioned in a rap song. It was rhyming a song. That's impressive, though. The K.O. Pectate, that was an impressive line. <laughs> Ooh, the taste like wood. Mm. <laughs> Looks like cheese. Like, what's he talking about? Yuck. That food sounds disgusting. But everybody had a good time and people left uh within a good time frame because that's another thing we host. It's like, okay. I'll tell my story in a second. Are people still gonna be here after midnight? You know, because well, not yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, y'all letting them stay. I, I get them the fuck out. You know me. Thanksgiving technically ends. Um, <laughs> no, but everybody like you know everybody left pretty you know on their own. Like it wasn't like oh you had to like start turning off lights and start putting on your pajamas. You know, yeah. you like kind of do that to <laughs> to signal for people to leave. Shit away is like yeah, we start putting <laughs> shit away. You know it's time to go. Like breaking <laughs> tables down, all of that shit. You still here and shit. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> tables down. You can get the fuck out and shit. Yeah. Folding the chairs up, that kind of shit. It's like putting on pajamas, you change your clothes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you don't want to run their mouth and shit. Turn, but no, we didn't turn, have it. Turn all the TVs off, all of that shit. It's like you still here and shit. <laughs> uh, like I said, people like they were out or whatever. I said pretty much after that last uh, game ended, people were yeah, people had left. Yeah, you know, the fourth game ended. Yeah. yeah. They, I don't think they were really watching the game. I think they were like playing the basketball hoop downstairs in, my, in the basement. They would play with that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that game maybe wasn't nothing. I don't know. <laughs> you know, football is <laughs> hit or miss. <laughs> you know, they'll put like the one that they want that they know their people, the prime ones that they'll put in the earlier slot. And then the one that's kind of like, okay, we can just kind of hide this one at the end, you know. Got the itis by then. That's the the itis game we're called. Itis game. NBC game is the itis game we're called. <laughs> <laughs> but no, everything went really well, and we had, like I said, well, the next day I didn't leave the house at all. That Friday I just stayed in the house and I just rested the whole day. I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna rest. I'm gonna finish my cleaning up. I finished my cleaning up, and yeah, got the house back in order. Yeah, I just have to take my tables down. That's pretty much it because I have to put them in the basement for storage, you know. You but I'm like, okay. You feel like doing the shit. Yeah, I don't feel like doing that. They can, you know. <laughs> Main thing is, like, you know, I never leave the dirty dishes. Like, dirty dishes got taken care of the same night. Like, you know, like, I don't leave the dirty. Like, no, I'm, I'm not leaving food out. I'm not leaving dirty dishes. I'm not doing that. Yeah. But then the next day, I, like, you know, cleaned off all the tables, you know, got that straight. So, I mean, I'm pretty much, the house is pretty much back to, you know, normal. Just have to do like some minor still, minor, minor cleaning, but that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'll talk about my Thanksgiving festivities. Yeah. 
started off um did a little cooking myself um well I was babe <laughs> with her cooking yeah because mm -hmm. uh, he always does yeah a little Thanksgiving yeah but mm -hmm. um babe was feeling under the weather so um uh, she ended up not making it out because she was going to make her a couple of stops including the kids house yeah. mm -hmm. not, not making them because she wasn't feeling well so I ended up having to help finish with the food. Almost burnt the Mac, by the way, because no, not bad. But I got it out just in time before it got burnt. So you see, I'm doing the macaroni. You can't mess with the macaroni and cheese. Can't mess it up. Yeah, because I wasn't planning on cooking. I tell you. And the dressing was good. Yeah, like some we did. Yeah, little you know the Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and after that, I went, yeah, she said, well, go hang out with your family. It's like, yeah, you don't have to miss out because I'm not feeling well. So I was like, okay, yeah. So uh, and then it was going to be your first one, so I didn't want to. The kids definitely wanted to see me. Khalil was, like, complaining as soon as I walked in. Because, like, the funny part is, like, um, our mom was, she said, because he was just asking, where is Uncle Us? Where is Uncle Us? And as soon as I walked in, Rihanna points, like, there he is right there. It's like, yeah, because I just walked. Where's Uncle Us coming? When's he coming? I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> He's not in my pocket. Because <laughs> yeah. I was a little bit later than I anticipated. I was making sure babe was good before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, then, um, I showed up. Yeah. Like hung out with the fam. Yeah. Definitely, mm -hmm. um, a beautiful thing. Yeah. Kids mm -hmm. were happy. Yeah. Especially Khalil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, still a little homie there. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> then um, after yeah, our Thanksgiving festivities. Then um, went back and then the father Friday yeah, had a little date night with babe because I was able to um get my hands on tickets. It was um Faith Evans, Kelly Price, and John B at Chicago. Oh, the R the R and B thing, right? The R and B jam. Yeah. I went back. Because I still haven't seen John B. Live. I want to see John that was B. Live. my first time seeing him live. And now I said my first interview when I started in radio, it started at Power, was John B. <laughs> Very hey. first I was a part mm -hmm. of was John B. Yeah. I still got the pick. Like it was somewhere circling. I might post it again. Like, <laughs> from like 2001 or whatever year that was. <laughs> I had the braids back then. So it definitely looked a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like okay. Like, <laughs> Got nice. So um I think the show is like Friday was cold in the motherfuckers. Like that's the thing. <laughs> that temperature definitely wasn't playing on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't leave the house on Friday. <laughs> I didn't leave it at all. Friday it was a lot going on. So um because it was Black Friday. You had the um the thing in Chicago theater was going on down there. Um, Hamilton's back is like they downtown. Yeah, Hamilton's. Back. I still gotta get, I gotta get to see Hamilton. I gotta go. Another theater like Betty Boop is playing down too. Like they got. Oh yeah, I saw Betty Boop is there. Yeah, so yeah. all of that's going on. And I think the Nutcracker started too. <laughs> There's a lot going on downtown. So um, the parking situation became interesting. Like yeah, because like all the lots is like lot full, lot full, lot. Full, I think lot. I think that was mostly because of the Black Friday shopping. Cause it was a yeah. Lot a lot of people out like you know Macy's like tar all the stores like on state all the stores they all right mm -hmm. there it's like yeah, all the state right stores are right there like, yeah. the Chicago theater they all right there so so all those lots mm -hmm. so I had to park a ways up yeah so um I dropped yeah. at the theater I said you don't I ain't gonna walk out here and all this and the park like three four blocks away I ended up finding something even though the downtown bus is short but when that wind started blowing <laughs> he's like <laughs> And then, right I by to, the lake. then I had to go back to the car, like which I won't tell why, but um, you read between the lines, like yeah, I had to go back. Oh yeah, I know why you had to go back. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> got to drop something off. I had to go, <laughs> had to go back. To continue. Yeah. <laughs> it so, happens, but continue. <laughs> yeah. So then we um made it in. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah, I enjoyed, nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. It was um Kelly Kelly Price like um to quote our mom that girl can sing right as they say yeah yeah Kelly Price can sing yeah she can sing she was a friend of mine when she first saying that we were like whoa who is that we were like who is that singing she came out the gate swinging with that shout out to DJ Reese he was there like on crowd control like hyping the crowd up yeah 
Also, um, Beyonce Fox was the host for the evening. So I had, yes, people um, that I know were a part of the show. But yeah. Nice. Shout out Deli Dell was there. I didn't got to get to see him though, because like Beyonce shouted him out. I was like, oh, the homie was in the building. He was in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Never got to see him. I would have definitely um caught up with the homie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Delhi Dell is here. That's the home. I've known Delhi for like over 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I met him briefly. Like, I got a chance to finally meet him when he was working with Marcus. I've known Delhi since my KKC days. Yeah. That dude a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was there because he got shouted out. I was like, oh, Delhi Dell in the building. So, nice. So, um, perfect way to like wrap up. Like I said, but the whole Black Friday thing, I was like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not even going to attempt to go out because I know that these Black Friday crowds are going to be definitely. And um, yeah, I was <laughs> and I was downtown, and that's like it's a huge shopping district, so it was a lot of so yeah. We, that's the that's the mecca in Chicago, basically. Because uh, more like the suburban malls, you know, like the suburban yeah, malls, and then malls, downtown. Yeah, malls, and then downtown. Like downtown is the shopping district in Chicago, like that. And then like you have your know, surrounding malls, like pretty much. I did. I did buy something Black Friday, but I did this. I did it on my phone. <laughs> I bought my. And I, I bought my. Uh, I bought my uh, holiday, my ugly holiday matching family pajamas. That's what I did because I saw they had a sale, and I bought my uh, family pajamas on Friday. Yeah, we might. Uh, we're talking about doing a fa- um a pajama pick. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta do it. Or your pajamas now so they can be delivered because mine, they say to be here by the 4th. That's what they say mine to be here by the 4th. So order them now. Okay. They get here early because if you don't, then you'll be in the store trying to like find something you just pick just kind of get like what's on the, uh, yes. on the rack like kind of last minute. You have to kind of like just pick what's available in your size. <laughs> yeah. But um. Overall, I think it was good. I said those the, the crowds and then the cold is like, but um, I think it was a great date night. Nice. Dope, yeah. Well, you had a date night. Uh, we had family uh fun on Saturday. That's what we did. We went yes, to we had um festivities as well as we yeah festivities. We went to the circus. We went to the shrine circus and uh, um the shrine circus. Not, at the civic center. Yeah. Not, not at Medina Temple. Now it's at the Hammond Civic Center now. Mm-hmm. So it was at Medina for you, which Medina has now the um now valleys. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah, that's where Medina those that don't know, yeah. It was Bloomingdale's for a while, now it's the Bellies. Yeah, it was Bloomies here for a while, but now it's Bally's now. It's Medina Temple back in the day where they would have a shrine circus. Shrine right? circus. Well, we would always go to it, yeah. For a school uh trip, we would go. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the kids had a great time because Ariana didn't remember the circus the last time she went. I think I took Ari, when she was three and Khalil was a baby. Yeah. I think that was the last time we went to the Shrine Circus. Yeah. And, and um, Ari, I was like, I don't remember this. Said it like, no. I'm <laughs> like, okay, you don't remember it. Okay, it's fine. But the, the kids had a ball. They got to ride the elephant and the camel because they wanted to ride both the, ele- both the elephant and the camel. Um, They got their snacks. They got balloons. They got light up toys. They, they face painted. Not Facebook. We didn't have time to do that. Yeah, because we got there a little bit later than like what we want what what we wanted to because we had to make some stops beforehand. Yeah, we never get here for the time. That's why I get it. We had to get the kids uh, their boots. Like we were getting them their snow boots for. uh, And I'm glad we did because now it's snowing. (laughs) We had to get them their new snow boots for the season. Snow on Sunday, yeah. Which as we record this is looking out. There's the snow right now at the window. (laughs) We were like, we gotta get these snow boots for the kids. Like it's about to start snowing, so let's get these snow boots for the kids. So we went and got their boots. But they had a ball at the circus and. um, like uh they had this one circus act where like it was a couple it was a man and a woman like they were riding he was riding the bike on like this cable that like went like right up to like where we were sitting okay. and he was like she was like spinning in and like this thing under the bike and like when they did that summer so they did the spin on the wire with the bike and the girl and the little thing under the bike we were like yeah like, okay like that was kind of like wow but how long they practice that shit is like be like <laughs> when they rolled up to us and we were like well, we picked the right seat because like, they rolled right up to where we were sitting like they were like right there like right in front of us and Ariana was like <laughs> waving to the girl the girl was smiling waving at Ariana and uh, 
what does it they have? They had like aerialists, like the people doing like the like how like the Cirque du Soleil type thing. They had that. They had um, they had dancing uh the dancing horses, and one of the horses did a moonwalk. Because when they started playing Billy G, I said he's probably I said the horse gonna moonwalk, and the horse did the moonwalk. The horse ever <laughs> run into it. The horse, the horse was like hit <laughs> the moonwalk. Love <laughs> on the horse's hoof. No, <laughs> fedora and shit. Sequin jacket on, sequin saddle on that horse. There we go. That put the sequin salad. <laughs> so. But the show was really nice. It was a really fun time. The kids had a ball. Um, Marcus had a good time too because he was like, yeah, it was his first time going. I to been to the, I, if he had never been to the, yeah, it was like his first time going. Yeah, because oh, yeah. all the people went to the shrine circus. I don't think. But he was like, yeah, it was cool. He's like, yeah, I had a good time. But that temperature dropped. Like I said, once again. So like we had to make sure that he started the car to make sure that he had the car warm for us before we got because he was like, yeah, this temperature dropped. So he was like, let me let me do that so we won't freeze going to the car. But winter is upon us. I think that now we can officially say that. I know it's still a couple of weeks left to fall, but we got the first snowfall long. We can go with say it's winters here. Looking real. <laughs> Look at real winter. Um, we're past Thanksgiving and we got some snow, so I, I'm comfortable saying that we're in winter now. Yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah. Not ready, not ready. <laughs> also, this weekend got to check out um the Tyler Perry documentary, Maxine's Baby. You haven't checked it out? I have not. Like I said, I was just sleeping. <laughs> I was intending on watching so much stuff. <laughs> And, um, yeah, on uh, the downtime after like all the festivities. We that was my thing. I was like, I was like oh, I got downtime. I'm gonna do this. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I did nothing. I think it was real dope. It's, like, it's basically his life story, as they tell you, yeah, like the Tyler mm -hmm. Perry story. Yeah. So, um, I'm about to check it out. It's on what streaming? Um, Amazon Prime. I want to say, yeah. I Amazon Prime. I believe I watched okay. it on Prime. Yeah. So you can find it on Prime. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Because I know it's a couple of docs where I know I saw a little Richard doc on Max, I want to say. Okay. I, wanted to I check heard on. about that. I didn't see that. I watched the Tyler Perry. I, I saw that pop up in the menu when I was looking at Max and I saw that pop up in the, you know, yeah. like new. So, you know, how they have like the shows you on the screen and shows like what's new. Yeah. Well, I do want to, well, I figure out when I'm going to have downtime again. <laughs> I figure out my downtime. So I'm like, okay, I got to factor in. When I can watch like my streaming services, basically. Right. But I definitely do want to check out the Tyler Perry one. Like, okay, the the fact whether whatever opinion you have about yeah, well, how you feel about his thing. um his work is um his story is interesting. Like, his no story how, is because no he was homeless at one point, right? Wasn't he homeless? Yeah, like the early yeah. days. Like, yeah, when you're trying to like get these plays off the ground, is like, yeah, he was homeless during it. <laughs> which is how like the Madea ended up happening because he didn't have he couldn't afford enough actors so he said I just played okay yeah that's how he ended up playing the character because he couldn't afford an actress to play Madea <laughs> so yeah and then it just yeah took on a life of his own and shit yeah <laughs> and then he said hello <laughs> yeah. it was actually by necessity how that happened because he couldn't afford to like pay, pay anybody to do that role he's like fuck it I'll do it <laughs> <laughs> But he, and they show how he came from that to like when he opened his Tyler Perry Studios is like which is massive what 330 acres or some shit like that. yeah it's bigger than Paramount uh what's the, the other biggest one? studio in the United States like yeah. I think they three Paramount, other studios. Paramount MGM Universal maybe Warner is like whatever like the um the big ones out there now yeah it's like I know definitely Paramount definitely because it's like basically if you put like those three theaters to those three companies together it would still be Rome yeah where Tyler Perry Studios are and it's on the land of like where Confederate slaveholders used to own that land. during the BET Awards is <laughs> Confederate Asia who who fought for the right to own Negroes now owned by one Negro now owned by one Negro when he said that I was like. Dropped it. <laughs> That's when you do the slow clap. I was like, that that was a slow clap moment. It was like, but like I said, whether whatever opinion you feel about him, whether his 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 body of work, his personal life, whatever, 
the way that he does his deal, whatever your opinion is, it's like you have to still tip your hat that it's pretty freaking amazing that a man who was homeless, what, 25, 28 years ago or something? Yeah. Is a multi billionaire. Owns the biggest studio in the United so States. He's, he's in the billions yeah. with the B. Yeah. It's crazy. That's an um, encouraging thing to see that, you know, it's not where you start or how you start. Now, like, um, I'm glad he got to open the, the um, Tyler Perry Studios when he did, because, like, a lot of our legends, they, cause they show the footage from the premiere like that are not with us anymore. Yeah. Like Sidney Portier, for example, he was there. Harry Belafonte. Belafonte, Ruby D was there. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, like all of the yeah, like I'm glad he had it. So they they got to be a part of that. Yeah, from old Hollywood. Cicely Tyson was there too. They were from old Hollywood when old like Hollywood. They the back door and huh, yeah. Also, when they remember uh whites only signs and they remember having to go, like you said, having to go in the back they, door. Perform, they they you can perform, but you can't come through the front door. Yeah, like, come through the front. That era is like yeah. All of them. <laughs> but Red Fox was like, nope. <laughs> Red Fox was one of the early ones That's who said, no. Nope. Nope. Two there were like, yeah, they said, hey, like, if I can't walk through the front, I'm not performing. So, yeah. That just boggles. I still got to watch that uh, off of Hulu. I still have to watch that documentary about uh, Black uh, Vegas and Black, something like that, being Black in Vegas. Like, they talk about like the Black people who did residencies in Vegas. They like, did a history of that. I got to go and find that doc. But um, it's just crazy. Like, I can't even imagine, like, your name is in these big lights and I have to go through the side door. Like what? Like I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around that. Like I know the story. I know it happened obviously, but that just, that's just so crazy that we came from a time where like not that long ago that that was okay to do in the fifties. That was okay to do. Yeah. Think about our mom. Our mom was born already. Like you, you get what I'm saying. We know people that I were born before 1950. Was, my mom went to Emmett Till's funeral. Always. Right. We know people that were born before 1950. We do. That are still alive. Yeah. It might be your parents. It might be depending on your age. It might be your grandparents. Yeah. It might be an uncle or an aunt. You know. Mm -hmm. Might be an old cousin. Like you know, some of us have like older cousins. You know, the pastor of your church. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We know some your name. Your neighbor, Miss Lucy. You know, we know somebody who was born before 1950, basically. Everybody does know somebody born before 1950 now. Hmm. So they that that was like okay to do at some point. It's just like <sighs> but like you say you got to see like the legend of black Hollywood excellence, basically. Just yeah, I was looking, I was like, Oh, it's good that um that the premiere happened while all of them were still here. Like, I saw all of this. Not exactly who I named. The first name I was like Harry Belafonte, <laughs> Cicely Tyson. First names I said. Wow, I was, <laughs> was the first one I thought of. He's like, <laughs> Ruby D. Like, like studios, like all the, he named like the studios after like a lot of the legends, like the like the Sydney Portier studio, the soundstage. Yeah, the soundstage he named that like Halle Berry soundstage. Whoopi Goldberg soundstage is like he named them. It's so iconic to do because it's really given these people their fun. I know Denzel, I'm sure has his Denzel. Denzel, Will Smith, yeah, like the um the big name and like the most ironic one is um the Spike Lee soundstage. Spike Lee, I said that. <laughs> That's the ironic one because they showed the footage of like when when Spike Lee was like criticizing him you no know, earlier, huh? And then, like, to go from that to, like, him dedicating a soundstage to Spike Lee soundstage is, like, it's like, whether, a, like a full circle moment. But like, whether the opinions, like I said, they just both have, they both have different views on how they want to portray their work. That's what I say about both Spike and Tyler. They're and, both black directors. And there's some hate going on, let's be honest. It's like, and they like, have I different views. Spike wasn't at the time. So exactly. Last year and they have different views. So, I mean, I'm fine with opinions or whatnot, but like as as a as a as a man just standing up for himself with that, Tyler did do the right thing by then. Cause like, how can you have a sound stage? Like Spike Lee is one of the greatest directors, not black directors. He's one of the greatest directors, some not black. Not like, black. Some will say he is the greatest black director. Like, and like you just said, like one of the greatest ever. Yeah. He's like his works, Malcolm X, School Days. Um, um, um Do the Right Thing. Oh my God. Do the Right Thing was so great. Yeah, like that's, yeah. that might be my favorite Spike Lee joint is the do the right between thing. Between Malcolm X and Do the Right Thing, between those two. Mo better is great. Mo better blues. The great jungle Nick. fever. 
Um, uh, which a lot of people don't realize the only time Denzel and Wesley, like the only movie they did together was Mo Better, which seems uh, like they, they should have done more. <laughs> like two just black. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. The yeah. time they ever did a movie together was Mo Better. <laughs> but you can't knowingly have him and just not include his, like, you know, whether whatever person opinion you have about each other, it's like he's one of the, like, it's like, like, like you just, was a black director if you just want to go that route, but he's one of the best directors, period. So he does have the Spike Lee soundstage. I was like, yeah, the irony is like, yeah. The, so when I saw that he had that, I remember when the premiere when they talked that was a big in the it was in the headline, like on Bossip and all of that. That was big mm-hmm. in the headline. Yeah, same room, all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after after criticizing Tyler that Tyler Perry dedicates a soundstage to Spike Lee. That was when like, I saw that, I was like, whoa. I'm like he's pulling um he's pulling like I'm going he he Michelle Obama he went high he went high he didn't go low he went high yeah and Spike had to feel like man like Spike was, was at the premiere it's like he's like hey he's like he he was honored to be he, he was honored like yeah like wow and Spike is also a Oscar winner too now hello he's an Oscar he went Oscar for Black Panther he got his Oscar so Spike went mellowed by then yeah. He got it. Mm-hmm. I think it was during that same era, it was like when the Tyler Perry Studios opened. He got his Oscar around that time. He so got his Oscar. Like, it was a different dude than like he was. I say like which was presented five, by five, his long time five six years earlier when he was criticizing. He was like a little bit of a different dude by then. Which <laughs> was presented by his longtime pal Sam Jackson. Which, yeah, was, it was just a full was, circle moment. That. that was um perfect um casting. Yeah. <laughs> that um yeah they. They had him presented. Yeah, that was like perfect for that. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you've seen that video of um, it's a TikTok that somebody made or where they said like when black people presenters uh present to the winner who's black, and they would basically show like a reaction video of how we act when <laughs> when like the person wins as black, and like we all have the same reaction because like when Sam opened the envelope, <laughs> you know we get like the <laughs> you know we get like that. <laughs> It's like when um Common and John Legend won for glory and um and Prince presented them is like and um and that's what Common said if like if you would have told me like yeah back no back no back like with Common's like my age like, yeah if you had told me back in the, he's like a little older you're taking the Purple Rain the era. early nineties yeah you told me, like back then like that Prince would be presenting me an award like, giving me an award I would hey, I wouldn't have believed you like you can't you can't predict those things it's like right. So happy that Prince happened to be presenting that award, so that Prince would be handing me an award. It's like, which is fucking dope. It's like, yeah, they kind of like my mind would have been blown if you had told me back then that you'd win an award and Prince was gonna be presented to you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of those cool moments that when you win your award and then Prince is the one who to present. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. But um. Check it out, Tyler. It's called Maxine's Baby. You know, as mom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maxine's Baby. Okay. That's and it's on Amazon Prime. So yeah. maybe I might try to make time to watch it today. I'll I recommend it. it, yeah. You into like rags to riches stories, you'll like it. Was it about like two hours or something? Um, either an hour and a half or two hours, something like that. Yeah. Okay, I might do that while I'm um doing like my last minute like little stuff. I could put it on and watch it. I'll probably do that. Yeah, I'm gonna get it done today. Okay, so now that we got the fun stuff, it's like let's get to the debauchery and shit. Oh God, we always have debauchery. <laughs> Start with Tiffany Haddish. She got a DUI. You heard? <laughs> she ready? <I> saw that. <laughs> she ready? <laughs> My question is: Uber and Lyft don't exist. Oh, when you're ready, they don't exist, kid. But like, my that's my thing about anybody now, even us regular people. Like, I have a damn Uber app on my. Like, I had to like, you know, I put the Uber app on my phone because it's like I usually drive everywhere, but like, not I don't drink. But I mean, like, when I went out of town, I need to catch an Uber. So then I set up my Uber account. I'm like, okay, let me set up my Uber account. And I set up a Lyft account. I set up an Uber and a Lyft for me when I went out of town. So. That's why all yeah. of us have that option now where like we can order like we're back in the day is like ordering a car was like some rich people did. Yeah. Now I'll we get, all I'll get my driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have yeah, I'll send you a car. It's like now we can all do that shit because we're gonna be there in ten minutes, you know. <laughs> it's same or whatever. It um closed the gap like back in the day, like, like having a having a car come get you. That was like some rich people did. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, I was like, we all can do that. Yeah. 
So well, rest that's of, a bad thing. Yeah. Why, why are you out she's there? She's driving under the influence. Yeah. She received. She says she appeared to be found slumped over the wheel of a vehicle while the car engine was still running. So she fell. She was so drunk she fell asleep while the car was running and shit. But. Didn't this happen before with her or somebody else? Um, probably, yeah. <laughs> I thought I saw that story about, like, like with somebody else where they were slumped over or something. Like, I can't remember who it was, but it's like the car was on and then, like, when the police were trying to, like, then you were, like, incoherent. Like, you're not making sense when you're trying to talk. Because you can tell when someone is inebriated. You can tell. Right. She had done a show at the Laugh Factory, so it's happening in L.A., yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I guess after the show, she had too much. Yeah, she was ready too much. She was too ready and shit. So <laughs> she had to sleep that shit off. <laughs> and I'm not even mad about sleeping in your car. Like I mean, because now you do have to sleep off alcohol. Like I'd rather you just get in your car and go to sleep. Oh, you know? Yeah, it is good that you just pull over if you fucked up and shit. <laughs> pull off to the side and shit. Then to try to. I can I can make it home and shit. Like, no, you can't. Oh, no, you can't. No, you can't. And my thing is, like, it's like people say, Uber and Lyfts exist. Like, you can you can catch a car. You can get a car to drive you. Yeah. But... And then, well, you may your car may be towed or it may be ticketed. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the lesson learned. Like, when you come back to get your car the next day, it may be towed or ticketed. So yeah, if that's why you plan ahead, take the car to the venue. <laughs> Uber there is like yeah. She has like the, a lot's just been happening with her ever since just ever since lot, the, um the allegations with the all, okay because like she broke up with Common so that was one thing. She had a breakup. She had a breakup. Then the the crazy allegations and uh, the allegation with the with Airy Spears and that whole thing. And when she was at the, what was it, the MTV Awards, and she was acting bizarre, like calling out Shakira's name. She was acting real bizarre doing that. And she's just been really just, I don't know. I just hope that whatever she's going through, that she's. She didn't have her lucky dress on. That's why she did. I'm talking shit. <laughs> I just hope that whatever. But... Lucky dress at the award show, she'd have been okay. Then. <laughs> but you'll see that, though, a lot of people who, like, it's like, what's that called? Is it called imposter syndrome? Is that what that's called? Like when people, if you get where you've been doing something, you've been doing it, and then you finally just get all this fame, all this you stuff, like just you start it, it messes with you. You start doubting it, and you start, am I deserving? Am I worthy of it? And you start, you almost like it's like you self sabotage, basically. Yeah. And like, I hope that that's not happening with her because. I'm just looking at it. It just seems to happen. Like some people can't handle the pressures of fame and fortune and that. Like, so it's like you went from being, like I said, we saw like her humble story about her, like, you know, not having money and Kevin Hart had to like pay for her hotel. He gave it to him. Even Lynn, he gave her the money for the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. He gave her the money for the hotel because he saw that she was sleeping in her car and he said that you're a pretty girl. You shouldn't be sleeping in your car. Here's money for a hotel. He didn't listen. She's still sleeping in her car. <laughs> well he told her that so I'm wondering if that's like what's going on it's like if it's something like that going on where it's like the feeling of like this self-sabotage kind of thing yeah because I mean it's unfortunate if it is because I mean I know a lot of people don't like her stuff I know people it's like don't. Tyler Perry yeah like people don't like her what, what she does but I mean I think that in um in comedic roles, I think that she's uh pretty good. Like, I mean, I I really don't know like her stand up too well like that. I really think you know. We saw her. Once. We saw her like one time early in her career. We saw her like one time, and it was kind of like it was some jitters there. But you know, I chuckled. You know, I wasn't doubled over laughing, but yes, you know what I mean. Like, but I mean, she was very like, early. Years ago. It was about ten years ago. Ten years ago, we saw her like once. Like, yeah. And stand up is incredibly difficult. Like people who try to act like stand up, stand up is very hard to do. It is like I, I know I know several comedians. It's very hard to do stand up. It is my one day stand up career. <laughs> you were one and done. <laughs> one and done. Literally one and done. Yeah. Shout out Damon. Yeah. 
But no, though, it's like everybody thinks I can do this. Like, no, you can't. You can't do that. No, no, you can't. <laughs> it's incredibly hard. Like, even like what we're like podcasting, what we're doing, people, I can do. You're just talking. It's like, okay, come on and do it. Do it with me. Come on. <laughs> we turn that mic on, y'all. Y'all, Cindy Brady, that shit then. It's like, <laughs> anybody can do it. So they sit there. It's like, uh, or you're just saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sound like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you sound like that. You know, it's hard to do certain things. It is. But, you know, like I said, in the movies, I think that she does in the comedic roles. Like, you know, I like her. Like, I like Girls Trip. That was funny. Yeah, um, the best role, obviously. What was that other movie I saw? It was some movie. It was basically like a prank movie. I forgot the name of it. Uh, it's like another guy. He's like a comedian. It's like, basically, they were doing like, pranks to us suspecting people and they like filmed like the whole thing and it made a movie and she was like a crazy ass character in it. And... I don't like jackass but I <laughs> Something like that. It was like black jackass basically. I forgot the name of that movie. I <laughs> the it's called black ass. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> what it should have been called. Like... <laughs> now that's cold. <laughs> yeah, it's starring in black ass. <laughs> It's like a porno now. I mean, it's like it's like going a whole other direction. <laughs> but it sounds like porn to me. But why not win an Oscar? You'll win an AVN award for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really funny though. It was a really funny movie. I can't think of the name of it because Marcus and I just watched it on Wham one day. I think we were both off work, and we just was like, "Oh, let's check this out." There, it was like definitely like the toilet humor. Like if you if you're into intellectual stuff, you're gonna say it's dumb, but. Everything I'm not, I'm not gonna even look it up. It's gonna it's black ass as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't want to know the name of it. <laughs> I want I'm gonna call it black ass. <laughs> Whatever the name is, it's not as funny as that shit. <laughs> it was a silly, it was a really silly. I think uh Lil Rail was in it too, I think. Hey. I think he was in it. I no, think, no, if no. I remember correctly. That's the homie right there. <laughs> it was a silly, it was like a really silly, it was just really, really funny. And Tiffany, I like real good friends anyway. They go away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they have good chemistry together. And they both blew up around the same time, too. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, like they both got big. Like It's around. a movie that's coming out on Disney Plus. It's like a holiday, because you know all the holiday movies are loaded now. So it's, it's like some, yeah. it's a holiday movie with Lil Rail and uh, Ludacris on Disney Plus. I forgot the name of it, but I saw it like on the banner, you know, when I logged in. I was like, oh, I was like, there's a, look, I might watch that with the kids. I might put that on and watch with them because they can watch that and then I have to watch Die Hard by myself. Yeah. And um, trading places. And trading places by myself. I can't watch that with the kids. They're too young. I'm not going to be that parent. I mean, some parents, I mean, the 80s, our parents didn't care about what we watched. Yep. <laughs> Shout out Richard Pryor. <laughs> 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 but we care not, we care. not, not Brewster's millions and car wash we talking about Richard Pryor stand up <laughs> <laughs> but things were a little different the 80s was a little bit different yeah, we saw Raw oh. before I should have seen it and shit. <laughs> I was watching Beverly Hills Cop and I was like probably Khalil's age why the hell was I watching Beverly Hills Cop and Khalil's age why was I watching that Inspector Todd, who was he meant to be funny or not? And Todd, the world may never know what you did. And I watched uh, which Macaulay. I watched Purple Ray. I should never have watched. I was like four watching Purple Ray. I should have never been watching that at four I years old. Stripes and Police Academy and all of that shit. Like when we I watched all that when we were like five, six. Like when we were like really all young. of that shit. I was watching. Yeah, we watched all that. All that we watched. We were like five watching all that. Like yeah, all of this shit. Um, what else? Um. Highly inappropriate. Fast times at Ridgemont High, all of that shit. Also, highly inappropriate. Shouldn't have been watching none of that shit. At all. So it was just a lot of gratuitous nudity in the eighties. It was just eighties because PG thirteen didn't exist. So like the filmmakers, if I'm gonna get an R rating, I'm not gonna get it for one F bomb. We're gonna PG get or R. Yep. That was the, that was the PG. Why get an R for like having somebody say fuck like twice in your movie? Let's we let's show them actually fucking. It's like yeah, like, we're gonna get an R rating. <laughs> like, we're gonna get the R rating anyway, so we might as well go all in. That's why that's why you saw way more nudity in movies back in the day. 
<laughs> they said we're gonna be R-rated anyway. We might as well be re a real R-rated movie, not a fake R-rated movie. Because the character said "fuck" a couple let's of times. Let's go full smut. Let's just do it all out. Let's go full smut. <laughs> then when thirteen became a thing, it's like it changed the way films were made. Which, which um, you can blame solely on Gremlins and um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Like that's he ripped out his heart. Because like Gremlins was just yeah, they were they were murdering people. They <laughs> were murderers. Then, they were uh, murderers. Gremlins. Which is another great Christmas movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you you might you gotta be on the fence if you want to show the kids that one. Because <laughs> te technically is a PG movie, but do you really want to show Gremlins? It's like I'm kind of like I was like. Maybe Ariana can handle Gremlins. Yeah, Ari would laugh. Khalil would be trying to sleep in my bed with me for like the next two weeks. If I do that, he'll be in my bed. Actual murders and this shit. It's like, yeah. And then the Indiana Jones, like they rip a guy's heart out. Of this. Heart, yeah. That one creeped me out. Like Gremlins. That gave me nightmares. Gremlins was funny to me. I can admit that. I was like, I found it funny. Gremlins scared me because I was scared of Stripe. Gremlins was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was young, so I mean, right? Melts at the end. That was a little creepy when he dies, but like other than that, Gremlins was funny to me. <laughs> no, the stripe, uh, stripe was scary to me. He yeah, scared when, me. Uh, when um when the guy's heart got ripped out in Indiana Jones, that yeah, was, that scared me. <laughs> I, was, I had I, nightmares. I was up at night on that one. It's like I had nightmares <laughs> a lot about that. that one shit. That's and the other one, Indiana Jones, when they were in that when they were eating the brains or something, that's and from, that's from Temple of Doom too, when they were eating um but and the scene with the bugs crawling out. The bugs, like oh my god, like I like, <laughs> I, like I, I was so scared. I was so scared. Like I was like. I had nightmares like a while after that. I was so well, scared of that. It's all night and shit. <laughs> Feeling bugs that ain't even there. And my, <laughs> and my cover moved on my skin. That was uh, I was like that. <laughs> I was so scared. But like I was young though when that came out. I was like, I was young. Yeah. I was. Both of those were like 84, so you'd have been like they very yeah, young. I was yeah. Maybe by the time I saw it, maybe I was like five by the time I saw it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really young. <laughs> Once again, I should not have been watching that. Like, why the hell was mom and dad letting me watch that? You no, know, those were PG. Like, they still weren't appropriate for kids. They weren't appropriate for Which five. is why they had to create a 13 where we need yeah. something separate from PG. Like, for like, um, something that idea. That way they, they they put it up to the parents, like, yeah, hey, if you it's want to you show your kids this, but like we we suggest you don't, but you can if you want. That's the PG rating. Mm -hmm. The thir the 13 rating 13. is like yeah. is like, yeah, like, yeah, it's you not if you want to, but we just tell you, you probably shouldn't show it to little. It's not kids. suitable for children under thirteen. Yeah. It's like, yeah. probably not suitable for children. Like, they can watch it, but you probably shouldn't show it to little kids. It's like that's that's why the thirteen rating was created because Indiana Jones creeped us out. It's like that's. I'm in bed sleeping with you for the next three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen yeah. with these kids. The guy's heart got ripped out in simple. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave the light on, mommy. Leave the light on. <laughs> Can't imagine watching that shit now. It was like, yeah, you know, with the big TVs and in 4K and all. <laughs> yeah, I don't think oh, I'm hey. <laughs> now you just said, I was like, I might want to yeah, watch it. Yeah, like, nah. on, our, on our little 19 inches, like we were creeped out on that shit. It's like, so imagine seeing that shit in 4, 35 inch 4K. In 4K. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm a, that's a hard I pass. Be traumatized now if I've seen it back then like that. <laughs> that's a hard pass. But I was like, well, maybe we can watch stuff in the basement. And I'm like, nah, now that you just said that, like, hard pass now. But even the pass. older movies, like, aren't as bad because they still kind of look a little grainy and shit. They got mm -hmm. the bars on the side, so it's not as creepy. But if it was a new creepy movie, I wouldn't watch that. Probably, <laughs> yeah, I might watch it. I might, I might do that. I might watch some of my old classic films. Um. Like I said, on the on the big on the big screen now. I might watch some of the other stuff on the big screen. I might do that. Doctor Jones. I might do that. Short round. Short round, yeah. Deanna Jones is the shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we going next, kid? We gotta talk about Diddy with more more allegations. My guy, shout out my guy Jamal. He posted the funniest shit. He's like, Yeah, I guess Diddy tried to buy NBC. <laughs> no, they, no, they said he tried to buy Tubi. <laughs> Take that. Bad boy. Yeah. Now it's no. what, like three other women, some shit. I forgot what it was. I think now is a money grab, like which I suggested last week. Cassie, it probably was a little bit of a money grab, but she probably had receipts, so that's why they settled. So that cool. shit. <laughs> the thing, he did that shit. <laughs> I, I, I gave. I think I gave the best answer. Is like, what? Well, there's smoke, this fire. Diddy is a shady motherfucker in his business, so 
I, if he's shady business, a uh, shady businessman, I could see him being shady in other areas too. Shit, yeah. And then you think about like this, like people talk about the whole thing about, uh, well, why not pursue a, why not pursue a criminal case and this and that? Okay, uh, let let let's go back a little bit. It was a whole video videotape of R. Kelly urinating on a fourteen year old child, and yet yeah, still he didn't go to jail. <laughs> it was a whole videotape. Yep. Of that encounter. Yep. Which he did get charged criminally with and still got acquitted. And still got acquitted. And made a song yeah. about it. Yeah. Kelly Duck. Made a song about it. Yeah, video. Made ever. a song about it. Even mentioned in another one with the um uh, the Make It Rain remix. The skeet, 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 skeet weather, man. About to make it rain. He was he was even joking about this shit. <laughs> yeah. He made, and then the other, he married a 15-year-old child. He married Aaliyah when she was 15. Like the the evidence was there, and he never went to jail until now. Until it took like just like OJ, it took thirty like, years to get him. But even that's because of the um the surviving R. Kelly. That's when um yeah. They said let's 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 we we didn't get him on. Let's see what else he did, and then they that's when the Azriel and all of that shit is like yeah, and then the racketeering and... and all of that. Yeah, like you say, okay, it's like it's new shit. And God, that the statute hasn't run out on. It's like, <laughs> but that's why when people say, well, why don't why not pursue? But because if you have a lot of money and a lot of power and fame, you add all those together: money, power, and fame. That's the trifecta right there. And also, you remember the Cosby case? Um, it was um a hung, hung jury the first time he got tried on. Yeah, that. that's why. Hey, hey, that's why he did that. They had to retry it to like get the conviction. So even that is like the jury was still like, I don't. It was half. Half probably thought he did it. Other half probably thought he didn't they do said, it. It was split. They said yeah. Doctor Hustle didn't do that. Yeah. He's not Doctor Hustle. He's not. That was a hung jury. It's like yeah, they were like, oh, I don't know if he did it. And the other so half. So that shows you why people. Go the other way. You're probably going to get, and then I have to relive all this shit in court, and then you know how defense attorneys are. They're going to badger you and make you feel yeah. like shit. They get history up. I mean, I watch Law and Order. I mean, I know it's not, I mean, I know that's TV, but I watch a lot of Law and Order SVU. That's my show. When the marathon comes on, I'm like, yeah. In the criminal justice system, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, watch it. Every time the marathon's on, I watch it. I love some SVU. But it's like I'm that. A, actually, I'm a, I think that's I'm a fan of the original on notice. I think some of that happens. I mean, obviously, it's sensationalized for TV, obviously. But I think that some of that sandbag in the witnesses comes in place in court. I think that they do get in on you and do that to make you because like their job is to get their client off. They want to get their client acquitted. So they're going to dig up everything about you. Well, let's say that, okay, like they look at your history. Let's say for a woman that accused a guy of sexual assault. They look at your history. They see that you work for a week as an escort. They would dig up stuff like that about you. That you work for one week as an escort, but they will bring that to the trial and hammer that to show your character being that you're a liar now because you worked as an escort for a week. And you have to relive that. You, you see what I mean? So like people would rather avoid reliving stuff like that so that's why they'll just go and say, hey, you know, civil, like, yeah, you did this shit to me, but now you want to pay for a motherfucker, basically. And that's what it is. And that's my whole thing with <laughs> Cassie. Like, um, like, did he do it? I don't know. I wasn't there. But um, I just go by the evidence presented to me. It's like, um, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, the settlement is the smoke and fire. The people don't settle for shit they didn't do and shit. Yeah. Exactly. Second one is um like I said he's he's a shady businessman we can admit that yeah <laughs> I'm going back to you was like 40 years old with this 19 year old and you were supposed to be her boss like that that's just um, creepy I have that's a problem just... with that is like that's depends on your views like and your yeah you could look at like that. me as a me as a woman it's like that that's just so and you, you and you have a daughter too yeah so. and I have a daughter you know, that's just so inappropriate it is that's just like. You were supposed to be there. You were supposed to be her boss. And you were supposed to be... It was supposed to be a business professional relationship. It should have never blurred the line of, like, a relationship with this girl. Well, you and she was a child. Fraternized with the... Um, with yeah, the she was a child under you. She was. She was a child. And that's so. my whole thing. Shady businessman. Smoke, there's fire. So, yeah. It's believable, yeah. He did that shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
he didn't whatever cast he had, he didn't want it to get out. Yeah, so they settled. And you think about that, like I mean, the years that she was around, she was around for what, like a decade, twelve years, something like that. She was, she, she was with him for at least a decade, and you think about moments like, hmm. like when they, like when they, when she was recounting some of those stories about like when she got beat by him, and then she was like, she was forced to stay in the hotel because when you have money and power, like I said, when you're like I said, if you're like a poor person in a domestic situation, you get beat up. Somebody's gonna see you with a black eye. Someone's gonna see you. But if you got money and this guy has a lot of money and a lot of power, he can have doctors come in and keep you in. That's and believable. Body, bodyguards to keep you from leaving. To keep you from leaving. So now it's just like it's just presented. Oh, you were on vacation, enjoying your vacation, girl. I see you. I see you. And then you're really like, yeah, I, I was enjoying my vacation. All right. Healing from getting my eye, eye swollen and this lip busted. But Wait, how's your eye? Like she said, baby boy. Uh -huh. But people can hide things. Like you never know about certain things. Like if you want to perceive this notion that you're in a happy relationship, and if the thing that you're showing off is that you know, at the day that they always show with Diddy is that. He always showered her with stuff. She was showered. She was showered with gifts and material things. She was just so showered with the lavish life. And but was she really living a lavish life? You only know what was posted, what was portrayed as being. That's all we saw. But you dig deeper. Well, it's two it's more women. It's not three. I'm looking at the story. Well, according to the Associated Press, I always cite my sources. That's what, that's what I looked at for the Tiffany Haddish story, too. Some citing my sources. Yes, Associated Press. Says two other women. It's like, yeah, came forward to accuse Diddy of sexual abuse. And I said this. I said that with all this Me Too and everything that just, I said, this is just the tip of the iceberg. As soon as the first Me Too, like with Weinstein, when that starts coming to the surface, I'm like, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I say it's probably so much shit under that nobody That's when, uh, after Weinstein is when they retried Bill Cosby. That's why he got convicted. Now he got um released because um it was the technicality. Yeah, the um, watched it. Yeah, the um the the um the 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 case was about to go past the statute. It was something like a and shit and like um and so that um that prosecutor illegally used like the deposition. And um, yeah. and he did. And so, yeah, they say, hey, like, there's illegal evidence. So, if that's the only evidence you had, then my client should be released immediately. Because that was inadmissible in court. The and documents were sealed. It was sealed. Documents. Have never heard that. It's like so. Without that, you don't have a case. It's like so. That's why it caused. Once your records are sealed, you cannot unseal something that's been sealed. You just can't because, do that because your case is crumbling. You can't do that. Right, you can't do that. That's not how it works. Yeah. That's not how that's not how the legal system works. It's checks and balances put in place to prevent, you know. We have a Fifth Amendment and we have a Sixth Amendment for reasons like Correct. that. Correct. And I don't even claim to know everything about it. I said I just watch a lot of law and order SVU. That's why I say I'm not a lawyer by um, no means. I know I know it's a little I know the constitution kind of, yeah, especially the second amendment. But yeah, I know the constitution <laughs> you'd be because uh shout out Miss Gibbs. I like, yes, <laughs> know some constitution. Yeah, I know the constitution. Mr. Hickson. <laughs> so I, I didn't memorize all of it, but I know certain parts and I know like, yeah, like mm -hmm. the, that the due process thing is to do with the fifth and the sixth amendment. You have rights because yeah, because of those two amendments. Yeah. Absolutely. In court. It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can't uh, do a legal search. You have to have a warrant. That's your, um, your fourth amendment there. Yeah. See, like I said, we know about, see, we Four, know. Fifth and six, like really protect your rights. Like with that stuff. Exactly. Like somebody just can't bust in my house. You you don't have a warrant. You can't come in my house. No, like, yeah. you have no warrant. You can't come in my house. Because Absolutely. There's exceptions to everything. The exigent circumstances they call. Like if they um if they hear screams coming from the house, they're allowed to enter in. Cause you're not gonna let or them hear a gunshot or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or if mm -hmm. they see you like you're yeah, trying to destroy the evidence, they're trying to just flush drugs down the toilet. They can enter it. You try or to try to set something on fire. Yeah, you know, people set things on fire yeah. in plain sight, and they see you trying to destroy evidence, mm -hmm. or if they hear screams like that, yeah. But other than that, you need a warrant, and you can't just enter somebody's house without a search, unless they invite you in. So yeah, then the warrant becomes null and void. So they say, yeah, mind if I take a look around? If you say yes, then you can't like you can't cry warrant after that. You let so them basically come in. not 
not being funny, it's like vampires. If you invite a vampire in your house, yeah. then like <laughs> <laughs> vampires. <laughs> <Like> vampires. <laughs> like vampires. Like vampires. They say, yeah. <laughs> Aren't you gonna mind if I take a look around? It's like what a lot of our people don't realize we can tell them no. It's like yeah, <laughs> white people know that shit. It's like, well, not all white people are some dumbasses, but yeah, a lot of uh, yeah, like, a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, and your car too. It's like, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you mind opening a trunk for me? Yeah, no, I'm not opening my trunk. You can no, tell them. It's like, yeah. You open the glove box? Nope. <laughs> they can't open it without a warrant. It's like you can tell. Yeah, so if you got something in there, you just tell them no. You yes, you're right. It's like to tell. It's like nah. Mm -hmm. no. If you open it to like get your like light your um insurance on, they see the gun. See yeah. Gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, they see it. They see a brick El Chapo. <laughs> they see a brick in your car. Like, you know, they're just like, okay. And they're allowed to say, like, hey, what's that? It's like, yeah, what's they, that? Like, <laughs> but if you just tell them, like, nah, I'm not opening it, then, like, there's nothing they can do. Like, they got to get a warrant to open Know your rights. That's the bottom line. Know your rights. Yeah. Know all that. But, but like I said, it could be like, but I think that like, but I've been saying that it's been a change on the horizon. I've been saying that for a while. Like a lot of people, and this is how I know that some of some guys I know that or that I know of, I know some of these guys are on bullshit because why are you getting mad? Because now you can't be a creep anymore. Like for far too long, we let shit just slide by. Like, like, like a, a, a movie we always use as an example, um, like a face-off when um Cassie Troy as Sean Archer palms the girl's ass. Who's his Who's his secretary? Yeah. Remember he like he Brad just pumps the ass, <laughs> and that would happen all the time. Like bosses would just be able to just palm their assistant's ass, yeah. and just and it would just be fine. It would just be oh he's just friendly like that. Oh he's just a little bit touchy. He's just a little handsy. No, he's not handsy. That's assault. You can't just grab someone's ass and just think it's okay. I think that's what the movie um nine to five was about. I never saw it. But I think it was about sexual. Nine to five. Was shout out to all the dudes that were being thirsty about Dolly Parton's halftime show the other day. It's like, like Dolly, Parton's like, Dolly Parton's like my mom's age. He's knock like seventy seven. I looked at, I googled it. I was like, well, why we Dolly watching? Like my mom's age. Knock it off. That's all. <laughs> I was like, how old is Dolly Parton? I googled that while we were watching the show. They're like, Dolly Parton is seventy seven. <laughs> Um, like knock it off. <laughs> they don't, they don't have uniform though, because you know to wear that cowboy cheerleader outfit. That you gotta be, you gotta be put together to wear that. You gotta be put together. Shout out Lotto and um and Saucy Santana. She took what her doctor gave. <laughs> a lot of work to look like that at seventy seven. <laughs> though she did good at the halftime show. I think she did good. A lot of work. <laughs> She got the, got the Joan River special. <laughs> she is seventy seven. Dolly is she is a legit seventy seven. <laughs> Shout out Dolly, but I like what Dolly says. But she's a um, Dolly's dope, yeah, but yeah. I like her humanitarian. Like she's a great. You know, she seems to be. Um, you know, I don't know these people. Are you, are, you, are you are you thirsty, motherfuckers? Calm down. Yeah, that's too much. Like that's someone's grandmother. Like calm down. Like that's you can't do that. Like that's that's the end. Inappropriate. Warren dogs that they never seen a woman before. Not the <laughs> but yeah, though it's but I'm I'm happy that the world is shifting with that, where it's not just you can just be a creep or just do like the quick pro pro the tit for tat. Where like yeah, I'll give you this job, but go out to dinner with me. No, you're a fucking creep. I'm not doing that. No. He's <laughs> called Castor Troy Palm the teenager's ass and then. Like, Mason, no, I'm not. Mason came yeah. in and stuff. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> yeah, that's that's Nicholas Cage. So <laughs> he says any palm of a teenager's ass. <laughs> Inappropriate. But people would just say, oh, he's just handsy. And he's just, you know, like it was just excuses made. But now it's like, no, we're not going to stand for this. We're not going to let these guys be creeps anymore and do that. And Guys, like I said, I've noticed that the guys who are getting upset about that, you seem a little, you're a little creepy. You're a damn creep. Like, I'm seeing you do questionable shit. So it's like, the reason why you're mad, because now your ass may be on the hook, like, <laughs> you know, for some Because you were at the Freak Nick in 1993. <laughs> and you scared of those videos getting out. <laughs> <the> <laughs> what my age group, you were in Girls Gone Wild. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'll shout out Stony Stables. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that was more my age group than Girls Gone Wild was my age. <laughs> Old millennials. <laughs> Girls Gone Wild. The tail end of the freak, Nick. It was like got shut down. A yeah, Xers is a, like a older Xers. Yeah, older Xers and oh, mid, you know, middle Xers are like that. Uh, that freak. Oh, mid to young Xers, I'll say. Yeah, okay, yeah, mid to young Xers, yeah, I say. Like my age and a little bit older, let's say. Yeah. Definitely millennials. It's old millennials. It's definitely girls gone wild. Definitely it's old millennials. Gone wild. Yeah, you're about 40, you know. <laughs> That's what. And um, Jamie Foxx, he got um a case as well, too. Hmm. 2015, this incident, he said it never happened. Also on the AP, the Associated Press, I'm looking at it. And the thing is about like these sexual assault allegations, because isn't it, I think it's a 10 year statute, right? I want to say. I'm like that. I think it's 10 years for sexual assault things. Because after the 10 years, then it's kind of like, because yeah. 2015, that was eight years ago. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's forever. Like murder is forever. You murder kill, is forever. They can, you can arrest you on murder that 50 years ago. A say, murder that happened in the 70s, you can get convicted for now. Like if they if they if they run the DNA evidence and they found that you know yeah. DNA didn't exist back then, murder, but murder is no statue to that. It's like yeah. and they find it like, oh man, the cigarette butt that we found, we were able to extract the DNA and we found that it was this guy. Hmm. They can do that like 50, like you said. They can do that. They can solve these crimes from like 50 years ago. But at the end of the day, it's like we don't know these. We don't know these celebrities. We don't know what goes on in their personal lives. We don't know their personal business. So just automatically, because you're a fan of somebody, automatically assuming that's that that it's just like um, it's an attack on black men. Like that's the funny. Not to mention wasn't black. <laughs> He's not black. All kinds of like white. Yeah, like um, the whole thing started because of him. Like the whole Me Too is because of Harvey Weinstein. And um, R Russell Brand just caught a case. We just talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah, like, he caught a case. It's like yeah, it's like uh, hide from um. Yeah, he just got convicted rape. What's his name? Yeah. Danny Masterson. I can't think yeah. his name. He got, yeah, he he got convicted. He got yeah. convicted of yeah. rape. Yeah. So it's um yeah. I if you like one of these people saying that it's an attack on men, then I I give you that. Is like but just to say it's just black men, like you sound like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it's not just black. Play victim. That's all. No. It's a victory for ending this misogynistic bullshit that, like, a guy could just be rapey. That's what we're going to end. Like, I want my children to grow up in a world where, you know, I don't want my daughter to be harassed by creeps. And I want my son to think that it's okay that he could just take liberties. I'm teaching my kids both. I'm I'm teaching them both the right way. Like, no, you're not going to be a damn creep. And you're not going to let nobody be creepy. Like, we going, no. <laughs> like, I want my kids to, mm-mm. I don't want that for my kids. Right. But just because you're a fan of somebody, you can respect and like their work, but acknowledge that, hey, especially if it is like actual foolproof evidence, like I said, if it's a tape of somebody. R. Kelly. If it's a tape of somebody, then, you know, it happened. I'm not saying that you have to stop supporting the person, like stop listening or stop watching their work or whatever the case may be, but... It's like, yeah, I still enjoy the Cosby show, Fat Albert. I enjoyed all of that. Yeah. But recognize that. I'm not going to say that. I know that. I, I'm not going to say I definitely don't believe that Cosby did that because I don't know. I wasn't there. Right, <laughs> 70s was a wild time. Quaaludes was everywhere. It was raining Quaaludes. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish fly. We don't know. I said because you were, you know, you were a child, you were a baby. Fly and cocaine. Let's go. So deadly. And cocaine. There you go. Deadly and I wasn't born in the seventies, so I mean, we we don't know about the seventies like that. Studio fifty four. There you go. We wasn't at the original Playboy Mansion. Exactly. I'll the one in Chicago. The one up on um. What was that? At? You know, it was like up in, it was like in Chicago. Chicago one, not the, the um, in Chicago, the original one in Chicago. Not the, not the current one in L.A. The original, yeah. The Chicago one. Yeah. Now we went to the Vegas um Studio Fifty Four and Playboy Club, but we didn't go to the originals and <laughs> We went to the remix and shit. It was all full circle. We went to the P Diddy remix of them. <laughs> oh, yes. Before we wrap up, because we run it long, it's like one more I had. Um, 
Derek Chauvin. I was about to say that. I was about to say, like, could we touch on Derek Chauvin? Because I saw that pop up in my timeline. I was like. He got stabbed mm. in prison on Friday, uh, according to the Associated Press. <laughs> And he's in stable condition for what they said. And they're not releasing any information. Yeah, it's like they're not talking about um his condition or anything. How it ha- they just said he was in stable condition and expected yeah. to survive. Um, They didn't say how or who. They didn't release any of that because they said that the warren did shut down visita- visitors to the um jail for now. Like the visitation has been shut down. So well, Yeah, Derek Chauvin was the one convicted of murder in George Floyd. For those yeah, who kneeled on George Floyd's neck for and nine and a half minutes. Whatever it is, it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's it, yeah, that's Chauvin, yeah. So he got stabbed and you know, we don't know if it was like, like I, I want to know more about. It. I want to see, like, you know, something's gonna leak. Something's gonna leak. I saw that pop up in my timeline because, like, I get the alerts. I was like, oh, that, mm-hmm. I want to know more about that. I want to know more too, especially the way the warrior like he shut down visitors. So it's like, did somebody sneak it in? Yeah, visitors sneak it in. Was it an inside job? It's like, was it an inside job? Did the um did the guard slip a weapon to somebody? Like, hey, like. I, mean, we, I used to watch. We used to watch Oz. Man. We watch a lot. But I said I watched a lot of Oz too. Guards were crooked. I mean, they would watch Oz. Claire Howell. I'm looking at you. There's a lot of crooked guards. Obviously, you watch Oz. <laughs> Obviously, you watch Oz. But we watched a lot of Oz back in the day. We watched a lot of that show. Both of us did. We watched a lot of Oz. So I was like, hmm. Did Ryan O'Reilly have an outside person? That, you know. Did Ryan O'Reilly get did Clay, did Claire House slip Ryan get Ryan O'Reilly to do on it? Did Keller did Keller get somebody to Keller, you know, Keller was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But something is it was a breach somewhere where something, you know, obviously, but I say Addict BC got him. Addict BC. But I mean Maybe solitary, maybe where he has to go. Yeah, he might need um protective custody, as they say, because he's probably gonna get gotten. <laughs> but hey, he the I do his time like everybody, and he's in there for what twenty five years, something like that. So he ain't getting out no time soon. Yeah, because they ran his stuff concurrently. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and he just started his like what last year, year something like that. I think 21 when he got so his face like just see his reaction because like even though he was masked away but you could see his his eyes the way his eyes just widened like on the charge of second degree murder we find Derek Chauvin yep. his eyes widened like that they got so wide I saw his eye I was like yep yeah. was the 20 dog counterfeit bill really worth it the alleged 20 counterfeit was that really worth doing all that well, that's a story um for another time as we wrap up on not another day <laughs> podcast. So yes. 38. Thanks for supporting us. You know how we do it. We definitely appreciate you. You want to support us further? Give us a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how it gets down. And you can check me at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, SERHULAY1 on Twitter, SERHULAY7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Mozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>